when giving the average CO2E numbers for each action or item in his book, How Bad Are Bananas, Mike Berners-Lee cleverly digs into as many of the carbon-hungry areas in the process as possible. And our sustainable weekly shop's footprint can't just be calculated by whether the fruit has plastic on it, but also the distance it has traveled to the shop plus the distance we have traveled to buy it. It is a story of many layers. For example, using the book's title, he explains that whilst locally grown fruit often has low footprint, air freighted, rather than boat traveling, fruit has a higher footprint, and fruit wrapped in plastic is also higher. Luckily the banana requires none of this and so its carbon footprint is low. 110 grams of carbon to be precise. But he makes it clear that it's not just about the carbon in that banana, or text message or car ride, but the carbon within the boat it came in, and the petrol used in the van it came to the shop in etc. When you begin looking at your weekly shop, things can get a little more complicated again. And that's before we even get on to the fruit aisle. First things first, sustainability of travel to the food shop. Sustainable home delivery. Photo by Pavel Daniluk on Pexels.com. Read last week's blog for more on the amounts of CO2e. Here is a rough guide. If you filled a couple of standard-sized water butts to the brim with petrol and set fire to them, about a ton of carbon dioxide would be directly released into the atmosphere. If you did the same with a pint milk bottle, that would release just over a kilo of CO2, and if you burned a blob the size of a chickpea, that would release about a gram. Bernersley. The numbers for a delivery to your home a mile from the store, all according to How Bad Are Bananas 2020 edition. 1. 150 grams CO2e for an electric van delivery. 2. 450 grams for a diesel van delivery. 3. 1 kilogram if you drive in an average petrol car. The pandemic forced stores to get really good at home delivery with hundreds and thousands of extra rounds being needed for all those too vulnerable to go out, those taking care of the vulnerable as well as for anyone too afraid to leave the house. And this is a great thing, because the more deliveries on a single round, the more efficient the delivery is to your own footprint. Read more on the 5-ton lifestyle here, due to the carbon being split between every person on the drop-off. This is even better when you use delivery services like Akato who have electric vans as this form of transport greatly outweighs driving in your own car to the shop and back. Even a diesel van is better, than that, say Berners-Lee. One of the best ways to food shop, or any kind of shop, sustainably though, is to use what you have before, or instead of, buying something new. That which is already in your home is the most sustainable item of clothing, product or food you can have. Sustainable travel by bus. Photo by Luis Quintero on Pexels.com If deliveries aren't for you and you prefer to go to the shop yourself, then let's look at your carbon outlay for various travel options. The numbers for traveling a mile by bus. 1. 6 gram CO2e for a full 90-seater electric UK bus. 2. 46 grams half-full hybrid Routemaster. 3. 2.5 kilograms per mile on a rural double-decker when traveling with just the driver. The CO2e of a bus is proportional to the number of people it is carrying. If it is just you and the driver, then your carbon footprint just went way up, and the number of stop-slash-starts along a route affects that too. We are lucky here in the UK that our bus services, especially in and around London, are getting better and better, with fully electric buses now on offer with carbon footprints coming in at less than a quarter of the hybrid routemasters. Photo by Oleg Magni on Pexels.com It is worth noting that the fuel supply chain is taken into account in Berners-Lee's working out, as mentioned above, he takes into consideration many different areas of the supply chain of an activity or item. Where you can, take the bus with other people and try and find an electric or hybrid bus route, 
but if this isn't possible remember that the bus was going that way anyway so taking it will make it almost carbon free in many ways and is better than taking the car on your own. Sustainable travel by train. Photo by Ales on Pexels.com. The numbers for traveling a mile by train. 1. 68 grams CO2e London Underground. 2. 72 grams light rail slash train. 3. 80 grams inner city standard class. 4. 160 grams inner city first class, fewer seats and usually fewer people to share the carbon. Funnily enough, the emissions of a train journey are quite high once you take into account the emissions and or electricity used by the train, the manufacturing of the train, the upkeep of the rail network and the running of all the infrastructure. The stop-slash-start nature of the train must also be taken into account. An inner-city train goes fast, that's bad, but stops infrequently, good. In the UK they're often electric, good, but extremely heavy, bad. Our UK trains are incredibly heavy due to the safety measures put in place, despite train travel being measured as 100x safer than driving, so in fact, two people driving to the shops in a sensible, petrol car will in theory have a lower carbon footprint per person than one person traveling by train in first class. Photo by Toby on Pexels.com There is so much to take into account when considering the changes we can make to lower our travel footprint. It's not as simple as buying an electric car, or taking the train instead. There is so much more to it and it can make your head spin. And I appreciate that this in no way simplifies the choices we might make around this subject, but in knowing this kind of information, we can start to genuinely dig into our own habits with a new awareness and look at the possible changes or shifts we could make to our travel whether that is to the shops or otherwise. Sustainable travel by bike. Photo by Mart Production on Pexels.com. This was an interesting one because Berners-Lee takes into account how the cycling itself is powered e.g. by a vegan-based diet or a meat-heavy diet. If your cycling calories come from burgers, the emissions are about the same as driving. Berners-Lee. The numbers for cycling one mile. 1. 40 grams CO2e powered by bananas. 2. 70 grams powered by cereal with cow's milk. 3. 190 grams powered by bacon. 4. 310 grams powered by cheeseburgers. 5. 4.7 grams powered by air freighted asparagus. The bike itself comes in at around 10 to 100 grams CO2e per mile depending on how much the bike is used, how well it is taken care of and whether you bought it first or second hand. So cycling to the shops? A low-carbon, carb-based diet, a well-used and well-maintained bike is about 10 times more carbon-efficient than the average petrol car. You can't buy as much food either so it's a double-carbon win. Sustainable travel by car. Photo by Teres Makarenko on Pexels.com. The numbers for traveling one mile. 1. 180 grams CO2e in a meat-sized five-door electric car. 2. 290 grams in a smart car going at a steady 60 miles per hour. 3. 530 grams in an average UK car at 36 miles per hour slash gallon. 4. 1.26 kilograms in a Range Rover Sport, new but not looked after doing 90 miles per hour. In these numbers, Berners-Lee has included the emissions from the extraction, refining and transportation of fuel, as well as the burning of it, plus the manufacture and maintenance of the vehicle itself. Unfortunately even electric cars have a high footprint due to the carbon in the body of the car plus the footprint of the electricity which runs it. Here's a few ways to lower your carbon footprint when choosing to drive to the shops for your weekly shop. 1. 
avoid separate journeys by carpooling and going food shopping in one car at the same time as a neighbor or family member for example. 2. Take care of the vehicle with regular maintenance. The aim is to enable it to efficiently do 200,000 miles in its lifetime. 3. Speed up and slow down carefully. 4. Drive at 60 miles per hour instead of 70 on motor twice. 5. Keep the air conditioning off and the windows up if driving at higher speeds. 6. Check the tires are at the correct pressure before going. 7. Avoid congested traffic so go in the middle of a weekday instead of 5.30 p.m. in Friday rush hour, example, there is 16 kg CO2e from a 10-mile crawl to work. In the next blog we will look at the carbon footprint of the actual food we buy during our weekly shop and look at how we can make more sustainable choices. Please subscribe to the blog to keep up to date and keep discovering easy to implement, life-changing tips, tricks and information from the best eco-books. And join me on my sustainable styling journey on Instagram. When giving the average CO2e numbers for each action or item in his book, How Bad Are Bananas?, Mike Berners-Lee cleverly digs into as many of the carbon-hungry areas in the process as possible. And our sustainable weekly shop's footprint can't just be calculated by whether the fruit has plastic on it, but also the distance it has traveled to the shop plus the distance we have traveled to buy it. It is a story of many layers. For example, using the book's title, he explains that whilst locally grown fruit often has low footprint, air freighted, rather than boat traveling, fruit has a higher footprint, and fruit wrapped in plastic is also higher. Luckily the banana requires none of this and so its carbon footprint is low. 110 grams of carbon to be precise. But he makes it clear that it's not just about the carbon in that banana or text message or car ride, but the carbon within the boat it came in, and the petrol used in the van it came to the shop in etc. When you begin looking at your weekly shop, things can get a little more complicated again. And that's before we even get onto the fruit aisle. First things first, sustainability of travel to the food shop. Sustainable home delivery. Photo by Pavel Danilyuk on Pexels.com. Read last week's blog for more on the amounts of CO2e. Here is a rough guide. If you filled a couple of standard-sized water butts to the brim with petrol and set fire to them, about a ton of carbon dioxide would be directly released into the atmosphere. If you did the same with a pint milk bottle, that would release just over a kilo of CO2, and if you burned a blob the size of a chickpea, that would release about a gram. Bernersley. The numbers for a delivery to your home a mile from the store, all according to How Bad Are Bananas 2020 Edition. 1. 150 grams CO2e for an electric van delivery. 2. 450 grams for a diesel van delivery. 3. 1 kilogram if you drive in an average petrol car. The pandemic forced stores to get really good at home delivery with hundreds and thousands of extra rounds being needed for all those too vulnerable to go out, those taking care of the vulnerable as well as for anyone too afraid to leave the house. And this is a great thing because the more deliveries on a single round, the more efficient the delivery is to your own footprint, read more on the 5-ton lifestyle here, due to the carbon being split between every person on the drop-off. This is even better when you use delivery services like Akato who have electric vans as this form of transport greatly outweighs driving in your own car to the shop and back. Even a diesel van is better, than that, say Bernersley. One of the best ways to food shop, or any kind of shop, sustainably though, is to use what you have before, or instead of, buying something new. That which is already in your home is the most sustainable item of clothing, product or food you can have.
Sustainable Travel by Bus Photo by Luis Quintero on Pexels.com If deliveries aren't for you and you prefer to go to the shop yourself, then let's look at your carbon outlay for various travel options. The numbers for traveling a mile by bus 1. 6 gram CO2e for a full 90-seater electric UK bus 2. 46 grams half full hybrid route master 3. 2.5 kilograms per mile on a rural double-decker when traveling with just the driver. The CO2e of a bus is proportional to the number of people it is carrying. If it is just you and the driver, then your carbon footprint just went way up, and the number of stop-slash-starts along the route affects that too. We are lucky here in the UK that our bus services, especially in and around London, are getting better and better, with fully electric buses now on offer, with carbon footprints coming in at less than a quarter of the hybrid route masters. Photo by Oleg Magni on Pexels.com It is worth noting that the fuel supply chain is taken into account in Berners-Lee's working out, as mentioned above, he takes into consideration many different areas of the supply chain of an activity or item. Where you can, take the bus with other people and try and find an electric or hybrid bus route, but if this isn't possible remember that the bus was going that way anyway so taking it will make it almost carbon-free in many ways and is better than taking the car on your own. Sustainable Travel by Train Photo by Krivek Ailes on Pexels.com The numbers for traveling a mile by train 1. 68 gram CO2e London Underground 2. 72 grams light rail slash train 3. 80 grams intercity standard class 4. 160 grams intercity first class, fewer seats and usually fewer people to share the carbon. Funnily enough, the emissions of a train journey are quite high once you take into account the emissions and or electricity used by the train, the manufacturing of the train, the upkeep of the rail network and the running of all the infrastructure. The stop-slash-start nature of the train must also be taken into account. An intercity train goes fast, that's bad, but stops infrequently, good. In the UK they're often electric, good, but extremely heavy, bad. Our UK trains are incredibly heavy due to the safety measures put in place, despite train travel being measured as 100x safer than driving, so in fact, two people driving to the shops in a sensible, Petrol car will in theory have a lower carbon footprint per person than one person traveling by train in first class. Photo by Toby on Pexels.com There is so much to take into account when considering the changes we can make to lower our travel footprint. It's not as simple as buying an electric car or taking the train instead. There is so much more to it and it can make your head spin. And I appreciate that this in no way simplifies the choices we might make around this subject, but in knowing this kind of information, we can start to genuinely dig into our own habits with a new awareness and look at the possible changes or shifts we could make to our travel, whether that is to the shops or otherwise. Sustainable Travel by Bike Photo by Mart Production on Pexels.com This was an interesting one because Berners-Lee takes into account how the cycling itself is powered e.g. by a vegan-based diet or a meat-heavy diet. If your cycling calories come from burgers, the emissions are about the same as driving. Berners-Lee. The numbers for cycling one mile. 1. 40 grams CO2e powered by bananas. 2. 70 grams powered by cereal with cow's milk. 3. 190 grams powered by bacon. 4. 310 grams powered by cheeseburgers. 
5. 4.7 grams powered by air freighted asparagus. The bike itself comes in at around 10 to 100 grams CO2e per mile depending on how much the bike is used, how well it is taken care of and whether you bought it first or second hand. So cycling to the shops? A low-carbon, carb-based diet, a well-used and well-maintained bike is about 10 times more carbon-efficient than the average petrol car. You can't buy as much food either so it's a double-carbon win. Sustainable travel by car? Photo by Teres Makarenko on Pexels.com The numbers for traveling one mile 1. 180 gram CO2e in a mid-size five-door electric car 2. 290 grams in a smart car going at a steady 60 miles per hour 3. 530 grams in an average UK car at 36 miles per hour slash gallon 4. 1.26 kilograms in a Range Rover Sport New but not looked after doing 90 miles per hour. In these numbers, Berners-Lee has included the emissions from the extraction, refining and transportation of fuel, as well as the burning of it, plus the manufacture and maintenance of the vehicle itself. Unfortunately, even electric cars have a high footprint due to the carbon in the body of the car plus the footprint of the electricity which runs it. Here's a few ways to lower your carbon footprint when choosing to drive to the shops for your weekly shop. 1. Avoid separate journeys by carpooling and going food shopping in one car at the same time as a neighbor or family member for example. 2. Take care of the vehicle with regular maintenance. the aim is to enable it to efficiently do 200,000 miles in its lifetime. 3. Speed up and slow down carefully. 4. Drive at 60 miles per hour instead of 70 on Moto Troyes. 5. Keep the air conditioning off and the windows up if driving at higher speeds. 6. Check the tires are at the correct pressure before going. 7. Avoid congested traffic so go in the middle of a weekday instead of 5.30 p.m. and Friday rush hour. Example, there is 16 kg CO2e from a 10-mile crawl to work. In the next blog we will look at the carbon footprint of the actual food we buy during our weekly shop and look at how we can make more sustainable choices. Please subscribe to the blog to keep up to date and keep discovering easy to implement, life-changing tips, tricks and information from the best eco-books. And join me on my sustainable styling journey on Instagram.